This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. The Pope and Young Club wants to welcome you as we rally together to ensure our bow hunting opportunities for today and tomorrow. You've come to the podcast that believes in preserving, protecting, and promoting the passion for bow hunting. Join us as we strive to be the voice of today's bow hunter. This is the Pope and Young Podcast. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Pope and Young Podcast. I'm Jason Roundsville, joined today with my co-host, Dylan Ray. And we have straight out of convention. We have one of our top award winners this year from the uh, from the Pope and Young Convention down in Reno. We have Shelly Fulton with us. Shelly, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely, congratulations on on your first place finish with that. I mean, monster cat. I couldn't. Yeah, believe thank that you. That thing was. Oh, he's Probably beautiful. He is a big. Yep, he's a big one. That was probably the most photographed animal at our entire convention. Oh, for sure. If you Google Pope and Young Convention, everyone posted pictures, took a picture with that cat. Everyone. Everybody. Yeah. It was insane. It was, I mean, you walk up there, I, I've spent a lot of time in the woods, and I've never thought twice about a cougar. I'm like, you know what? It's going to hurt, but ultimately I could, I could take a cougar. Look at that thing. And you see the muscles on this thing, and all of a sudden you're like, man, I want to be in the woods with that. That creature, he'll take you. So I look at that. Kudos it's up on your on screen, that. Jason. Look at that thing. I see that. That thing is massive. And it's and that the photo, I'm telling you right now, justice. does not it does not do that cat justice. Because when you see it in person, it's two levels bigger than what that picture looks like. It's insane. Oh yeah. Yeah, try to try to be holding a bow at 24 yards and and seeing that thing up there. Yeah. Wow. Yep. That's great. So that was now was that a BC cat? That's a BC cat. Yep. Wow. Northern BC. 
Yeah. So we'll, we'll do this. Shelly, tell us a little bit about you. Uh, you've got a great story. We're going to get into that, but just, just give us a, a background for, for Shelly. Yeah. So um, I grew up in Seattle area and uh, raised by a single mom and rode horses and motorcycles and uh, worked on milk cows at dairy farm, you know, in dairy farms. Um, and so moved up to, then I moved up to BC in 1997 and, uh, and raised my kids. I married a Canadian and we divorced pretty quickly and I had a couple of kids. And so I have three kids and raised my kids on a, as a single mom. Um, so I lived in BC and raised my kids and I've always, uh, had a passion for cabins and, and fur and food. And like I said, you know, I grew up with horses and in the country. So I just, I thought there's something missing. Um, when my youngest was 15 and I just focused, you know, just raising my kids, I didn't date, I've been single the whole time. And I just, um, yeah, I, I just, focused on my kids and my horse and my career. And then when my daughter was 15, I thought, you know what, something is missing. I, if I ever meet someone, I want them to be a hunter. I thought that's something like on my list of, if you meet somebody, no and yes, I'm like, yes, hunter at the top. And then all of a sudden I thought, no, I'm this independent woman and I'm going to be the hunter that I want. I'm going to make me. So I, uh, in 2014, I got my hunting license and my gun permit, and I had to take these courses up in BC. In, in BC. And uh, so my good friend that I ride horses with, he's um, a hunter, and I just said, I got my hunting license, and I I just want to hunt. So he said, perfect. So we set up a bear hunt, and and ever since then, that's, that's my passion. I found it, so... That's so amazing because it's for me, and we talked about this at convention. For me, I mean, I was in hunting camp. I was literally born in August, September. I'm in hunting camp, and and it was like that for my whole life. I can't imagine a world without hunting. It's it's you know when I meet somebody on an airplane and they're like, "Oh, you hunt?" and I'm like, "You don't." I, it's just it's <laughs> yes. foreign to me. And so all my friends hunt. You know, a lot of the and so. I mean, what was it that drew you to it? Had you seen it on TV? Had you had friends that did it? Um, well, I think where, where yeah, it, it just, it can't, I don't know, you know, um, like it, it, I pray and I was like, you know, I, I'm open to whatever, like, I don't know. So I just was praying that, you know, something in my life, there was something missing and it's, you know, my kids, I'm happy. Everything's great. But I think growing up in the country and, and logging dairy farm town and, you know, there were hunters out there. I didn't really think too much about it, but as I got older and what's important and it kind of goes along with my cabin and fur and food and, all of a sudden. Yeah. And I just, I, I really don't know. It was, it's almost like it's in me. It's, I always think if I was born before I was a hunter, a trapper something, cause that's something that fills my soul. And now that I found it, yeah, now that I found it, there's no yeah. way like this is my passion. It's like, thank you, God, you gave me, you know, I feel like I raised my kids, did everything right. And here is your reward. You get your passion. And yeah. And I mean, I was, you know, I'm from Seattle area, so I didn't have any family up there. And it's just something I just did on did. And 
yeah, I had a couple friends and they were hunters. And so that's, uh, yeah, I'm lucky. That's the, uh, just so you know, when somebody tells me, oh, I'm from Seattle, first thing I think is, oh, hunter, trapper, <laughs> total outdoors person. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that that's, uh, yeah, you don't think of a lot of dairy farms. in Seattle, Yeah. But, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I really respect that you came in from, you know, what you would call the outside, so to speak, and, and started hunting. And that was when we had a chance to visit. That was one of the things that really drew me. And I thought a lot people need to hear this story. And so, you know, you look at some of our members, I mean, we have members who've been there for literally Harvey for 60 yeah. years. And now to have somebody being recognized on, you know, the biggest stage of bow hunting, for a number one cougar to, to go from not hunting in 2013 to on, you know, a major bow hunting stage in 21, that's a big swing. And so I, it just, to me, I, kudos to you for recognizing that, Hey, this is something I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I know. And that was my actual, my first, uh, the first, when I got my bow, uh, 2017, I got my bow, um, a friend introduced me to it. And uh, that was, I was hooked. I'm like, this is, this is great. So we were out hunting and I had my bow and, um, there was a grouse and he said, jump out. So at 30 yards, that was my first bow harvest. And my second was my cougar. So I have, uh, yeah, I also, so I've been, I, I have a bear that's going to be entered into the Pope and Young as well, a black bear. Wow. Outstanding. Yeah. And so it, what, the grouse didn't make No. <laughs> 30 yards, it was done. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, that was pretty fun. <laughs> nice. And so, so obviously you've embraced this and, and you came, came down to Reno in, enjoyed the convention. And I, and I have to ask, I mean, when you talk to people about Pope and Young, there's a, I'll call it a miscons. It's a, it's, it's actually kind of true, but completely not the way people think is the, what people think about Pope and Young is, Oh, here's a bunch of rich old, you know, gray haired white guys sitting around talking about bow hunting. And you would definitely not fit into that mold. So what was your experience and how, how were you treated and how did people respond to you at, at Pope and Young? Did you ever feel like you weren't included? Oh, no, it was, was it was an amazing experience. Everybody was asking to take a picture with the lion. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, it was an amazing experience. What What's funny is, is, and I got firsthand, I got to notice it because I was sitting there running the camera or the computer right behind, right where your line was sitting. And I heard so yes. much, like, can we take a picture of you with your line? And I'm like, that's awesome. Like, nobody yeah. take a picture with my animals, but that's so cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was, it was a great experience. And, um, I went into the women had a campfire meeting and, um, around the campfire. That was wonderful. It was, I just met incredibly wonderful people. Everybody welcomed me and it was a wonderful experience. And for now on, if I'm not on that stage, I'm going to be volunteering. That's great. And so I, you, so you didn't see or you didn't feel at least any of kind of what people talk about as exclusionary. Not at all. Not at all. Nope. Just wonderful people. Great stories. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I felt 
welcomed open arms like it, it's almost like a family already good well that's how we want it to be and yes when people talk about it we want them to be able to come and enjoy a convention and talk to their heroes and talk to their legends yes and and feel part of it and feel like hey this is your first convention but you feel like you're part of it and you know anybody that you know maybe didn't think you were part of it you just say well number one move on yeah so yeah no it was a great experience yeah that's i'm thankful so what what's next up on your list you've got the cougar you've got the bear what is what's Uh, next up on your list well i'm going to uh south africa on friday so um yeah i just went on may so the end of may i went and um I've got a few animals and so now I'm going back and I'm not sure. I don't have a list of what I'm going to harvest. It's whatever presents itself. And yeah, so I'll be, I'm leaving on Friday. Wow. That's that's a pretty big trip. How exciting. It is exciting. Yeah. And I just went, like I said, I just got back in May. So it's my second, it was, it's beautiful. It was amazing trip. So I got another opportunity. Hey, Dylan, how, how come we're not in Africa in May and in August? Yeah. Clearly, I, I, I need to apparently wrong. shoot a big cougar. Yeah. Apparently, okay. we need to shoot big cougars and get on the stage at Pope and Young. And <laughs> I, I yeah, think even and, then, I might not get that opportunity. But right. that's awesome. So exciting. Yes. Yeah, it was exciting. And I went to turkey hunting early May too. So I only had four days in between. I went to Nebraska with a friend that I met at an airport. Wonderful. His name is Mick Bennett. And we went um, turkey hunting and I only had four days and I was on my way after the, that was my first time turkey hunting too. That was amazing. That was really fun. I'm hooked. Um, And then four days later, I went to South Africa. So it was back to back hunting trips. It's like, oh, that's my life. It's perfect. That's great. I like to hear I like to hear that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I I definitely, I've only been over to Africa once, but I had an amazing time and can't wait to get back. I actually have been using COVID as a little bit of an excuse. I'm like, ah, you know, Africa was shut down. I couldn't go. And then you come in and just destroy that because you're like, oh, yeah, I've been twice, you know, in the last four <laughs> It's just months. a COVID test. Yeah. 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 So yeah. that's exciting. And I can what, see your animals in the background there. It's pretty nice. Yeah. It was a beautiful trip. And so what are, so Africa, you're going back to Africa. Where going else? Back to Africa. Have? And um, I have an archery hunt um, September, uh, archery horseback hunt. So for elk. Excellent. So that's and exciting. That's very exciting. Elk is a lot of people's, everybody has something they love. I mean, whitetail, they have a following like no other. And then yes. a lot of people are like hunting the big mule deer, but you hear from a lot of people when we're talking to them that if they oh, only yeah. could pick one elk would be where it would be. Yeah. You, that was even Chuck Adams said that the other day. Yeah. It'll be and exciting. So, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. How far do you get to go in on horses? Uh, I don't know all of the uh, aspects of the hunt, but I will soon. Okay. You know, I I grew up with horses, and so I always thought, oh, I'm a pretty good rider. And then not not too many years ago, I just did a trail ride for like an hour, 
And after one hour on this horse, I was, I was stretching and feeling so I'm like, Oh man, I'm not sure how far, how much farther I could have gone. Oh yeah. It takes, takes a little more than you realize if you haven't done it in a while. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up with horses as well. So, and that's all we did was trail ride. Yeah. So, so Africa, you've got North America stuff, anything else out in the world that's just, you're looking at and you're like, Oh, you know what? I really need a red stag or I really, you know, I really need to. That's it. That. That's, that's a tar. I really want a tar. There's, okay. I have a, actually quite a few on my list. I also want to get a, um, an Alaska brown bear with my bow. So that's another thing okay. I've got. I've got a, a nice list. Okay. A brown yes. bear with your bow. That's one, you know, that might be one that I just think about not wanting to be 30 yards from a creature uh, that big. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I love bear hunting and, and um, I got a seven foot black bear 20 yards with my bow. There's something about predator hunting that really, I don't know. I think it's, it's challenging to me with your yeah. bow. So to me, it's like, I don't know, something that will possibly kill you does something. It's exciting for me. <laughs> I'll tell you what, John Fossil, we had him on and he actually did a seminar at convention about hunting dangerous game and that he yeah. said, there's just something about it. And so, I, yeah, there is something about it. Yeah. John's definitely at a different level in his bow hunting expertise than, than where I'm sitting now. So maybe in a few more years, I'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. So now is your bear, we're going to find, we're going to see your bear at convention in 23. Um, I don't, I, I think it just makes Pope and young. It won't be at a convention, but, um, but yeah, it's still the taxidermist. It's going to be a full mount and and then I have a bear rug as well that's coming. Okay. So that's at the tax. I, I've actually got a few, quite a few animals at the taxidermy right now. <laughs> Very nice. You know, yeah. Somebody, that's exciting. Somebody's got to keep those guys working. Yeah. So I, I just got mine. I, I got an antelope back just not too long ago. And, and so I was excited to get that. And, and yeah. uh, had had it scored, and the score actually works for me. And he nice. still didn't help me on my score. I'm like, hey, how do how do I get another? How do I get a few more inches on this thing, Tim? And he's like, yeah, there's <laughs> nothing I can nothing do. I can do. So, Go yeah. back and get another one. That's exactly right. So that's uh, I think that's what two more weeks I'll be in in Wyoming going for my my next animal. Oh, that's, yeah, that's great. I'm, yeah. And just like my cougar too. I mean, I haven't, um, when it was at, uh, the Boone and Crockett awards, it just stayed at, in, um, at the Bass Pro there, uh, the headquarters. And I haven't seen my cougar besides at the Pope and Young for two years. And so now oh, it's wow. on its way home and I'm like, Oh, I can hardly wait. I know we just got the update today. So they're, they're expecting them by by mid-August, I think everything's hopefully going to be out and ready for, for folks to start picking up. Oh, nice. Yeah. So hopefully as soon as you're back from Africa, it'll be there. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. That's what and I'm it, looking forward to. Yeah. Are you doing South Africa or which country? South Africa. Yep. South Africa. Okay. Yeah. About wow. two hours northwest of Johannesburg. Um, yeah. So going to a safari there. That'll nice. be exciting. Now, is this the same place you went before? Or is this a different? No, it's a different place. It's a different place. Yep. So okay. I'm just going to, I 
I think there's about two on the list. So quickly hit two different safaris. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And like I said, I don't, uh, when I went in May, I just had kudu on my mind. That was the only thing I wanted, but, but yeah, first day two down and I'm like, Oh, it wasn't a kudu. And I'm like, Oh boy, this list might get long. <laughs> yeah. But yes, but I did get my kudu. Okay, good. That's, I think that's the one when you talk about Africa, you know, the, the kudu, the gray ghost, that seems to be at the top of the list. Cause it's just such I mean, it's the iconic Africa species, you know, the spider horn. So, yeah, that's and and um and I wasn't like because I already had two animals and I thought, okay, that's you know, it was just different for me, um, that way of hunting. But anyway, so I had an opportunity for the kudu. It was getting dark. It was about three hundred fifty yards and was quartering away and one shot. And I'm like, wow and it was a borrowed gun. Someone just said, do you have an opportunity? Cause somebody else was going to um, harvest it, but it was getting too dark for them. They couldn't, their eyes weren't that great. So they right. said, if you want it, it's your opportunity. So there it was. That's, yeah. that's with Africa. All of a sudden you'll get an opportunity if something presents itself. Yeah. And so this time, are, are you taking your bow? I'm not, no, cause I'm okay. not hunting with, yeah, that I was going to bring it the first time, but the people I'm hunting with aren't, going to hunt with a bow. So it's pretty, yeah, we're just going to get in and get out. Okay. And but how many, how many days do you get to go over there? Seven days. Okay. So it's a seven day. Yeah. I and think you have to go for at least seven days to make that 17 yes. hour flight from Atlanta worth it. Yeah. It's no just, kidding. Oh, that's a long, long time to be in an airplane. Yeah. Yeah, it was long. I think it took like three days because we had so many layovers, so many stops, yeah. connections, and it was about three days by the time we, in the time difference. So the, yeah, it was long, yeah. Yeah, long sure haul, is. but it was yeah, worth it. It's worth it. Well, obviously yeah. if you went in May and you're going back, yeah, it, it yeah. must have been worth it. Yeah. It's, it's been a few years for me and I'm still sitting here going, man, 17 hours is a long flight. Yeah. I'm not even thinking about that part. That's great. Just enjoy the ride. That's great. So, um, so a little bit more, was there anything like when you started hunting, what, what else, was there anything else that you're like, Hey, you know what? I need to try this. Um, not really. I just, uh, yeah, my first hunt was a black bear hunt and I was with five, five fellows, guys. And, um, I was the only one that got a, a black bear. We were all black bear hunting and, and, um, yeah, I also, it's funny too, cause you know, I was single and then I went on that hunt and, um, I wanted someone to taxidermy. I wanted a rug. So then, um, somebody got me in contact with this taxidermist up in Quenelle and, um, so we started dating and I dated him for three years. So I learned also about taxidermy, skinning, keeping out, uh, animals and turning the eyes, lips, all of that. So now I added that into, you know, my, just more that adds into my hunting process. Okay. And so, yeah, it was a, it was a great experience. I learned a lot. Um, yeah. So are you going to try that next? Are you going to mount your stuff? No, I'm no that I'm not going that way direction, but as far as now being able to take care of my own animals and I have my trapping license. And so I've been trapping beaver and yeah, so it's, it's just opened. I just keep opening doors. Yeah. 
Have you ever, I, I know in BC, you can trap wolverines. Have you ever gotten one of those? No, but I had a tag for one, but okay. didn't see any. Yeah. I went up north last November. I spent 17 days way up north in a wall tent and yeah, it was, we didn't see much game at all. Um, until like the last day we saw a couple caribou and at a season. So, but we, yeah, we saw a lynx, a bobcat, but no big game. It was really wow. strange. We had a buffalo, buffalo draw and moose. And yeah, that's where we're after, but we didn't see anything, but it was an amazing experience. Wow. And did you have a lot of, was that a pretty cold hunt? A lot of snow or? It was cold. It was really cold. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I've got yeah. pictures on my Instagram and Facebook. It was cold. And I have a links, uh, a links that I wear around my neck. And yeah, I was, I was all bundled up. It was, it was cold. It was, yeah, yeah. lots of snow. Yeah. I know uh, when we had Chuck Adams on, he was talking about hunting Buffalo and that was one of his big accomplishments. And I'm trying to remember, Dylan, do you remember how far or how long he tracked that thing? It was days. Uh, yeah. It was a long time. And, and he said, well into the negatives but i don't remember how cold he said it, it got but yeah it was crazy yeah, yeah it, it's cold it was probably i think it was like minus 25 um even when i shot my cougar it was like minus 28 it was cold it was yeah four feet deep of snow when i when i got my cougar so that's yeah when you're hunting up in bc up north you yeah it's cold how do you even shoot a bow with enough clothes on to stay warm at, at that temperature <laughs> It, it, well, it's, it's funny because that picture, my, um, my, uh, I, what, ugh, I can't even think right now. My, um, my picture of the cougar, when I first shot it, I was looking and there's three of us in the, in the field photo and I'm just look huge. And I'm like, my legs were huge. I'm like, I had like 15 shirts on 10 pairs of pants. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, it was and all of our batteries froze. The only um, way we had the field photo was an old flip phone that somebody had all of our rangefinder, everything was frozen. And, um, yeah. And since then I bought Kuyu gear and I'm not looking back. So now when I pack, it's, it's just, I know what I'm wearing and my plug. super down and no more 10 pants or 15 shirts. And I've got that down. We All right. Well, there's our plugs now, Jason, there's our plug. That's our shameless plug right there. Uh, our very first corporate oh, yeah. was Kuyu. So, um, here's a plug. Oh, they make guys. great they make gear. gear. Speaking of QU, we've had some incredible feedback um, on our new uh, logo on the QU jackets. So if you haven't seen them, go check them out because they're awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's great logo. We, we even sent a couple of those out. Just just if, if people haven't seen it, um, right after convention, some of our folks went home and actually did included Pope and Young in their engagement video. It was oh. wearing a Pope and Young shirt, even mentioned Pope and Young. And so we were so inspired by this thing that we sent them some Kuyu gear. You know, we're like, you know what? If you're going to do something that great and include us in it, yes. you know what? Next time you're out there, you should have some Pope and Young Kuyu gear. So Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I'm not sure what's next. What's going to be next, Dylan? Are, are we going to have like a Pope and Young like baby reveal? Gen, a gender, gender reveal. reveal for, yeah. Yeah. 
I actually want to. <laughs> I actually want to be a part somehow of a birth. I, I promise you, if if we're a part of your child's birth, that child will be a lifetime member. So if you can incorporate Pokemon oh, wow. into the birth of a child, we'll give that child a lifetime membership for sure. So like if it, yeah, if you birth a child like wearing a Pope and Young hat or or just like they, you know. You give birth and then there you put a hat on. How, how exactly do you see that working, Bill? I don't know. But hey, listen, did okay. you know? That's that, great. And they make it nearly impossible to do so. But if you have a baby on a Carnival cruise ship, they give you and that baby a free cruise every year for its lifetime. Now, again, really? It's, really, it's nearly impossible because you got to be so far out from having the baby to even go on the cruise. And then if you do go into into child labor, they bring a helicopter in and fly you out. To, but but if by some chance you do, you get free cruises for life. And I'm like, we need to come up with wow. something. Like if you, I don't know, we'll come up with something, Jason, but that's in the work. Come up with something. Yeah. I'll tell college. you, I like it. I'm just, yeah. I, I, or even if the dad is standing hmm. in the background, like in the photos, and he's wearing a Pope and Young shirt, you know, giving thumbs up or something. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. I'm done having children or I'd try. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's Uh, good. Being creative. Yep. Marketing creative. Yep. Perfect. I mean, or what if the mom's wearing a Pope and Young hat? Wow. Is that allowed? Can you wear a hat in the delivery room? Yeah. Okay. I I think you can do whatever. Yeah. I think you can. What if like the newborn pictures, like from the hospital, they custom ordered a Pope and Young onesie for the baby prior to like, that's wow, be pretty what? neat. That would man, so, we I, started chasing I, rabbits with this one, but hey, we did. <laughs> well, we got yeah. off in left field. That's all right. It's, it was podcast was good for. That's right. Yeah. It was all the shameless you plug. So yeah, thank you, yeah, for that. Thank you. Yes, and, uh, thank you. Yeah, thanks for the great clothes. And they will, uh, they will love hearing that too. I don't have to wear ten pairs of pants and fifteen shirts anymore. I yeah, just I just bring a small one. bundle now, throw it in my backpack. And that's that's a nice place to be. And it's it's interesting. I know for some of my gear, I have a few pieces that I tend to always gravitate towards. No matter what, here's here's a piece I take, and and even when you have ten to choose from. I tend yeah. to gravitate towards the same ones each time. Yeah, well, I'm I'm happy because I I always when I'd be packing for a hunt, uh, my bag was huge, and I've got all these different clothes, and and now it's simple. Now I know exactly what I'm taking, and small little backpack, and I'm good. Yeah, I used to always be so jealous because I'd go on these travel hunts, and yeah, I'm a pretty big guy and so i'd I'd be taking you know size 13 boots and you know 2x jackets and all this stuff and then i'd look at somebody else and it's like wow that must be nice you got like six and size six and a half boots and medium this and you can pack in you know this much space instead (laughs) tiny little duffel bag they used to have i used to see a meme going around and it was Dwayne the rock johnson carrying like a an ungodly size bag into like a hotel and it says when you're going hunting in the midwest uh, because it could be 91 day and 10 the next. So you got to pack for everything, which yeah. is right. Which is true. Yeah. That's, you know, fortunately I did that at that, the, uh, which m- mountain archery festival was that where we got uh, up on the hill. That was um, a beaver. Yeah. In Utah. And that thing, we got up on the hill. It's, it's 90 some degrees in the Valley. You climb up to 10,000 feet and all of a sudden it's cold. So I was, well, that's where you're, yeah, 
that's where the super down comes in. Yes. And I had my QU jacket for that particular event, which Heather did steal and use for the entire time we were there. Nice. So, so, so Shelly, you've got Africa coming up on Friday. You've got your elk hunt. And yeah. Uh, oh, I've got a Nebraska whitetail deer in December. What? Okay. And so yep. you, it, there's a good chance you're going to be back on stage in, in a couple of years then. I'm hoping. That's good. If I'm not there, I'll be, I'll be there. Okay. And it was, if I'm not uh, on stage. I'll be there. Yeah. I'll tell you what, here is one of, I, I have a bunch of convention stories that, that are just, just fun and just kind of something where you just scratch your head and say, did that really happen? But it did. And so um, I have to tell the story because this year we had Michael Waddell as our keynote speaker and we were right up at the, at the front by the stage and sitting at, at his table, which was, was truly great. Cause he's just a really fun guy and, and just genuine. Yes. And, and so, sure is. so after that, after his talk and after that, that dinner was done Friday, um, we, we found, I found a cell phone sitting on the front table and, you know, as you're supposed to do as, you know, the very first thing you do being a responsible cell phone finder is you hop up on the stage and, and grab the microphone and, and announce that you found a cell phone. Well, <laughs> by the time I jumped on the stage, the microphone had been put away. So there wasn't one. And I, I didn't really want to yell across the room. So we did the very next most you know, respectable, responsible thing that you do with the cell phone is you check to see if it's unlocked and you start taking selfies. <laughs> so I, I, you know, I think, uh, I think we got a picture of, of you and McKay. Yes. I think the three yeah. of us grabbed this selfie and then we got in. And so we're literally taking selfies and I'm like, you know what, we're going to make somebody's day because we're going to get a selfie <laughs> of Michael Waddell on their cell phone. I'm like, this is going to be great. They're, you know, when you lose your phone, you start freaking out. And now all of a sudden they're going to get their phone back and they're literally going to have a selfie of the bone collector on their phone. Oh gosh. And so we're taking, took a few selfies and uh, all of a sudden we, we start looking and we're like, well, the phone's unlocked and, and I don't like to look through people's stuff. And somebody says, well, just look through it and, you know, maybe call somebody to find out whose phone it is. And so as we're looking through and keep in mind, we're literally at the front of the stage snapping selfies with Michael Waddell and, we look, <laughs> and it's actually his phone. Well, remember so, he's, he was saying, oh, somebody has an old phone like I do. <laughs> He's like, I was wondering who'd have a phone as old as mine. And uh, oh. anyway, what a great sport. It was, um, yeah. it was one of those things where it was, it was going to make a great story. However, yeah. but this, I don't know that it could have been much better. Although no, that was funny. if I'd have lost my phone, I think having a, a selfie with the bone collector would have been pretty cool. That would have been pretty so, cool. Yeah. yeah. So, that was funny. We were, we were trying to make somebody's day. And then instead, I think it made my day, but I always have fun like that. Yeah. So what was that your, was funny. if you had to pick one story, what was, what was your favorite story from convention? Um, oh boy, I don't know. There were just so many. So I, I, I talked to so many people. Um, 
I don't know. I, I like sitting around the campfire with the women. That was really entertaining and great stories. And it's, it's great, the camaraderie and to listen to other women. That was a, that was a great experience. Yeah. And, and meeting was, Stacey Frost too. She was nice. She was great. Oh, and she's a hunter. And so, yes, you know, at the women's campfire, you have Kathy Strecker and Annie Grace. And they both made those amazing quilts. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Miriam Jones. Um, the art, the artwork of those quilts is just was amazing. I, I can't even describe it. It's just, yeah. That's uh, what a great group. Yeah, th those were true. They were. And what a great group of women. Yeah. Just yeah. to, to go yeah, around and, that. Yeah. And those ladies, they'll, you go to the shooting range, you go to the archery range with them. They'll take your money. Yeah. <laughs> they're not just, they're not just talking about it. They you don't just talk about it. bow hunting. <laughs> oh, I, not yet, but because I'm smart enough not to shoot with them. Yeah. Man, I'm not shooting with Kathy Strecker or Shelly. Uh-uh. Yeah, that so, was that's uh, that was a good experience. Very yeah. good. And uh, and so, did did you get a chance to look at some of the vendors and some of the outfitters? Did you? Oh, find some yeah, good ones? yep. I yeah, I um, I stopped and talked to almost all of them. Yeah, great stories. Okay. Um, made some great contacts, future hunting contacts. Good. So yeah, it was, it was a wonderful experience. Good. Did you ride one of the bikes? No, I did not. No, I didn't. We I had know. a try spot for Baku bikes and you didn't jump on a bike. And try I it did out? not. No, I did not. Unfortunately, okay. I don't know what I was doing. I, you know, I tried one out last year at the mountain archery fest up in idaho and i'm not a bicycle guy at all but those things are cool and so yeah that they, was my they did look, yeah. from convention during setup i talked to krista one of our office workers into riding the bike so she takes off <laughs> to the convention center and i'm waiting and waiting and waiting and i'm like where is she at dude and like she had to like ride the escalator down she's in the lobby she's on the casino floor like she's tearing up the place i'm like so long. Well, then she's making a taco run. Yeah. Oh gosh. Then another gentleman. Um, I won't name any names. Um, another gentleman comes around the corner on the bike with a security guard following him, and he says, "We got to put these up." And I'm like, "Well, we have permission to ride them." He's like, "But only in that area." And I'm like, "Where did you go?" And he's like, "I'm not going to tell you." <laughs> so we put the bike oh, up no. and, and went on with life. But no, they're fun yeah. to ride, man. And and who was it that you're not going to tell us it was? Uh, it was a board member. I'll say that. Okay. All right. Which one? Uh, <laughs> we'll save that for off air. Okay. Sounds good. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, they we, look we like a lot sure, of fun. Yeah. We're sure excited to have those guys on board. And, and uh, it was, it was really interesting this year because with the changes and, you know, even, even in Jan at the end of January is when we finally decided that, Hey, you know, we're moving from April to July. And that was tough because we had a couple, you know, some of our vendors are like, Oh, July works out so much better for me. But then we had some other ones that just, you know, couldn't make it work that prior commitment. So it was, um, it was very interesting, but I really enjoyed the space. The nugget was yeah. good to work with. And I'm really looking forward to going back there in 23. I think, we have a really good idea of how to run that program. And I think the setup next time will be even better. And, uh, 
and I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. Is it going to be the same place? Same place. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. That was just, you know, the nugget was so good. When we started talking about, you know, just taking a step back farther in Virginia, you know, this is when COVID first hit. We literally canceled Virginia two weeks out. And, and we were looking at that and when we were talking to the hotel there, you know, the Marriott was just, you know, we said, Hey, your, your governor declared a state of emergency. How, how can we hold an event? They're like, eh, contract is a contract. And we're like, wow. really? And they, they were holding our feet to the fire. And I, I'm a guy, I, I like to work with people. And I said, Hey, what can we do? Can we, you know, push this back? What, what option do we have? And they're like, well, if you pay us your full amount, we'll give you half credit for next time. Oh my gosh. And so anyway, obviously there were a lot of, a lot of conference calls on that. And then this year with the nugget, when, when we started looking at not being able to hold the event we needed to hold in April and moving it into July, they're like, Hey, what do you need? How can we help you? How can we make this work? What kind of, you know, what would, would work for you? And they just jumped in with both feet. I mean, total cannonballed into our side of the pool and helped us in every way. They said, hey, here's the deal. When it comes to rooms, use the rooms you use. If if you don't use them, just just don't worry about the guarantee. Same thing with food. Use whatever food you need. And and if you know, if you don't meet the minimums that we had set, you know, when we signed a contract four years earlier, then they're like, Hey, we're, and so they treated us so good that, that we thought, you know what, this is the kind of partner we want. And that's, that's why we're going back in 21, Definitely. Move, but the nugget was so good. We just, we had to go back there. Yeah. That was so, a good venue. That was a great venue. Yeah, no, we're excited about it. Um, you know, Shelly, one of the things that we ask every guest on this show, this, is, this question is brought to you by Uncrustables. This okay, so thank you, Uncrustables, <laughs> for sponsoring the "What's in Your Pack" section. So, what is one thing? And I, I may, actually, I may know what she's gonna say, Dylan. Oh um, no! When when you're when you're getting ready for a hunt, when you're when you're packing, what is one thing that you take with you that's maybe a non-traditional item that that you just can't live without on the mountain or or out in the woods? Well, a Band-Aid. I have to have Band-Aids okay. for my heels. I get blisters. So, okay, yeah, I would that new okay, skin or whatever. Oh, and lipstick for some reason. Okay, <laughs> okay. Oh. we'll accept Band-Aids, Dylan. We're gonna have to go to the judges on lipstick. Can we accept <laughs> lipstick as an answer? I think. I'm like, hey. What do I know? I've never had a number one cougar recognized at at a convention. So you know what? If a number one says I take lipstick, yeah, good oh boy. That doesn't sound like a hunter, but if you know me, that's me. <laughs> at, I, I would say you are every bit a hunter. So Dylan, uh, go ahead and put lipstick on the list. Let's just. That's probably that, the first. That's probably the first time you've heard that. Let's just hope it that is. at some point down the line no lines get crossed. And I look back and I'm like, wait, why did Chuck Adams say lipstick? And I'm like, Oh, wrong line. I switched those around. <laughs> it could happen. That's hilarious. Yeah. It could Chuck happen. Knows. You just never know. Um, yeah, you never so, know. 
lipstick's a new one. I think um, on the topic of Band-Aids, I think Band-Aids are, are more, I think that needs, next, next time, and Dylan, mark this down, next time we need Band-Aid as an official convention sponsor. Perfect. Not only because Shelly takes them in her pack for hunting, because I walked into the staff room, um, we had a kind of a workroom upstairs with some snacks and stuff, and I walked into that staff room one time, and a couple of the gals had been on their feet for, like, at this point in time, four or five days straight, and there was a mound of Band-Aid wrappers, like, I mean, huge. I couldn't. Yes. Believe. And it was from all the blisters from being on their feet. Yeah. So we should get yeah. them as a sponsor. They should be a sponsor. Yep. I need them for my heels. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, maybe, maybe you should start looking at some of our corporate partners. We have, you know, like Kinetrek makes boots that might not blister your feet. Yeah. So. Maybe that's, that's, that'll be my next purchase. There you go. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Shelly, we sure, you know, congratulations on that cougar. That is a fantastic accomplishment. And thank you. Know, you. You're bearing your grouse and, and everything else. And um, I just want to want to let you know how much we appreciate you spending some time with us today and, and getting your story out. I think it's one that people will appreciate. I know I surely did. Yeah. And maybe you can inspire some other other folks out there, you know, ladies, men, yes. whoever it is who who haven't hunted their whole lives who think man maybe this is something i should do i highly recommend hunting yeah it's, you know uh, i don't i don't want to i don't want to be wrong on this but somebody was talking and and they said it's amazing because i think we gave out four awards to women this year and they said that's the most yeah it might have been was it four or was it five either way they said it was the I most know. awards had ever been given to women in one conference which is phenomenal uh, because you girls yeah. are showing up and showing out. Yeah. Yeah, showing off, I'd say. Yeah. Man, num <laughs> because number ones, I think Michaela's was a number one elk. Yep. Was, yeah. 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 There's, and it's, you know, it's funny because you look at that, you know, in sports, it it's, you know, when you go to the, I'm watching the Olympics, you go to the track and field, well, there's a men's race and then there's a women's race. And, you know, they're different. Well, here we make everybody right. compete on right. the same level playing field. That's awesome. And uh, there, there's, yeah, there's no. no women's category. There's just the winner and the number one winner this year. I love that. that I love that. Yeah. And that's my message, too. Yeah. You know, my message is it just do it if you know uh, like a single mom i didn't grow up, up with it and to win all the women out there you you can always do it so there there's a, a will there's a way and you just make it happen and stay dedicated and and if it's your passion like mine it yeah there's it's just a burning passion and i'm just thankful that i was able to be strong enough just to to do it just to say, um, this is what I'm going to do. Great. Well, and yeah, well, we are definitely glad that you were able to do it and appreciate you being here. Appreciate you coming to convention and yes. a little bit about that. We're excited to have, to have everybody there. We, we want everybody to come check it out and, and see what it's about and be part of the family. And so, yes. Um, thank you for being here, Shelly. Thanks for taking the time for the podcast and uh, best of luck coming up on your Africa trip. I know. That's thank you so fun. much. Thank you. Thanks for having me too. It's been a wonderful experience.
You guys are awesome. Thank you.